Hey everyone, this is Launch and Scale episode 12. We are answering the question, how do you set your crowdfunding goal through your public and your private goal? And what are some things you need to take into consideration to make sure you are not setting your goal too low that it ends up screwing your campaign? This is an audience question. If you have one like this, be sure to go to kirsten.com slash ask and ask your question and you might find it on a future podcast episode. So let's jump in. Hello, Kirsten. Um, this is Yelta Stur speaking from the Netherlands. Um, I'm really wondering how some Kickstarter launches, uh, how their business case looks. I've seen many projects that set a goal uh, at about 10 or 20 or 30K. When I look at the parts and with my mechanical engineering industrial design background, I look at the parts and think about the mold sets the tooling costs that they will have, which should be much higher than their Kickstarter goal. And that's just tooling costs. And there will be more costs involved in running the whole campaign and and starting up the company. I know you should set your Kickstarter goal very low in order to to achieve it fast and get higher up in the rankings or uh, in the algorithm and therefore get the flywheel effect so that you'll be listed high and get a lot of exposure on the platform. But if you then just reach your goal but cannot fulfill because you didn't reach your actual target that you are aiming for, which is probably much higher than the Kickstarter goal that you set, then what do you do? Hey, so we're going to dig into that. But before that, if you actually have a question that you want to have covered on an episode of the show, be sure to go to kirsten.com slash ask, and you'll be able to leave me and my team a voicemail. Um, And if we like it, it'll get covered on an episode just like this one. So this episode, we're going to be covering a couple of things. Um, I just want to unpack his question a bit. So the first one is he talks about this, um, where you have a public and you have a private goal. So I want to talk about what those are first. Your public goal is the goal that you set on Kickstarter. That's the goal where the success of your campaign is based around. Where if you have a, a Kickstarter goal of 25,000, it means that if you hit that number that your then your campaign is successful and backers are charged and you get the money to be able to go and fulfill product. But then there's this uh, concept of a internal or a private goal. So the difference with that is um, best highlighted if we look at uh, hardware products. So hardware products are very expensive to bring to market. Hundreds of thousands of dollars go into the development and tooling of um, whatever it is you're working on. And you'll see a lot of hardware startups. And this is not only in the hardware space, Everyone on Kickstarter that tends to look up any sort of launch strategy will do this where you'll find that they have a low goal on Kickstarter. So in the case of a hardware startup, they'll have a goal of 25,000, but then their actual internal goal is 500K, 600K, or some number that's vastly greater than whatever they put on Kickstarter. So how do companies actually get away with that and why do they actually do this? Um, So first off, Yelte hit the nail on the head. Launch strategy on Kickstarter knows that uh, in order to 
create momentum for your product. Kickstarter, um, really the, the golden Kickstarter is being able to take advantage of their community. So what that means is you need to be able to show Kickstarter you're a popular project so that you're able to rank on their site. When you rank, that means that you are going to be easy to find, you're gonna be put in front of more people and get a lot of organic platform traffic that way. But the only way to really tap into Kickstarter's community is to prove that and have a successful launch straight out of the gate so that on that first day you have an influx of backers ready to like that are actually buying your products so that you're able to rank and hit the algorithm um, so that you you know you just you get trendy and you show up on their site but um, where I guess a lot of people fall short with that is they end up putting their goal too low so that they put their goal too low. And if you don't have the audience building and the good, a pre-launch that supports the numbers that you really need to hit for your launch, you can find out that you actually set your, your goal too low. And so the benefit, I think I got off, off track there a bit, but the benefit of you setting the number low is that it's easier to hit your, your that goal on that first day so that it's easier to rank on Kickstarter and you're able to create that flywheel effect so it helps you um, raise more because you've set your goal so low, but this can have a detrimental effect because if you set your goal to too low, um, what happens if you are a hardware startup or a, a creator that has an internal goal where you know after running the math, you actually need a minimum of seventy or $80,000 to to bring your project to life, but you've set your goal at 15,000. What happens in the case that you only raise $20,000? And this comes down to you avoiding this comes down to the planning of your project. So in terms of like, I get this question a lot, which is okay, well, um, if there's this public goal and then private goal, like where should I set my goal? And the I, so what I do is I, um, when I'm doing strategy sessions with clients, I map out and I actually forecast like how much they need to actually raise. So I'll look at um, creating the internal goal. And then um, when, when we look at how much at a bare minimum they need to raise to, to bring this to life, um, that's where we start to have the conversation on what your public goal should be. So I believe that your public goal on Kickstarter has to be low enough that it's realistic, but not too low that if you only hit that, you cannot deliver product. So with hardware startups, if you do the math, they may realize like, okay, well, I, our goal, we really want to do 500,000, but if you do the math, they really can't fulfill with anything less than 150,000. So in that case, would I suggest that you set your goal at 150,000? I don't because that is going to be a very difficult um, pre-launch and build up to be able to set up and, and knock your launch out of the park because you have such a high barrier to entry with that that public goal on that first day that you're actually setting yourself up for failure. So what do you do in that case? Um, in the case where you have a high minimum where it doesn't make sense to set your goal at 25,000 or some low artificial number, that's where you really want to look for backup funding sources. So that's where I'd recommend in, if you have like a high um, investment number that you need in the form of like a hardware product or whatever, you need to come in with um, like a backup. So what happens if you really need 500, but you only raise 125? Um, what is your plan B 
to come up with the capital to be able to continue fulfillment. And that's where angel investment, friends and family raises, and just having, or even like a, a bank loan or, or some, something else that you can use as a plan B to really get you off the ground um, with your launch should you fall short of the goal. So I think, um, like to summarize this, I want, I know I went on a bit of a rant here, but if you're looking at setting your goal, you need to set two goals. You need to know really best case what you want to raise, but then also what is the minimum viable number you need, um, to be able to realize the project. And I think that I know that the, um, the public funding goal that you set on Kickstarter has to be around your minimum number. And if that minimum number is just ridiculous, like, it, it's 60k or more then you it is to your best advantage to look for a like that plan b or additional sources of funding so that you know you can get away with a lower goal of twenty five thousand because you have someone um, or just another avenue to help you fulfill that product because what you don't want to happen is ultimately at the end of the day if you're one of those companies that needs five hundred thousand but you've set your goal at 15 thousand and you have no plan B in the case where over your campaign you only raise a hundred thousand dollars guess who gets screwed it's your backers your backers are the ones that um, purchase your product with the promise that they would be able to receive their product in a certain time frame and if you by the end of the campaign are like are you caught with your pants down and you're like what am I supposed to do now like I, I need to come up with three hundred thousand dollars this these problems can be sorted and with just a bit of planning, so figure out how much you need. And if you need to close the gap, you have time now before you launch to go and seek additional funding. So I hope that answers your question. I think it does. Um, this is why setting the goal is not easy because it, it really depends on your unique situation. So I actually do this uh, with people. If you are looking at this and you're actually, um, you've created your, your strategy and re you realize there's a little bit more that goes into this or you just want to talk about your, your launch budget and uh, whether Kickstarter is even a right route for you after, after listening to... Um, to this, you should uh, schedule a call with myself. Happy to do a strategy session to walk through your situation and see whether Kickstarter makes sense for you, and even what your minimum and like your your um, private and your public goals should be in that case. You can do that by going to kirsten.com/schedule. Um, and we can take it from there. But apart from that, um, this has been an awesome episode. I always love answering questions like this because uh, I don't generally find the answers to questions like this. Um, so anyway, end rant. Thank you for listening today. I'll see you next time. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launchpad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.